art is meant to yield a response, positive or negative. And if it doesn't, then you kind of have to question what is the merit of the art? Young people are change makers, visionaries, courageous, optimistic, getting things done, leaders, and activists. We all have a story to share. It's time to pass the mic. Join us, Nuera Nyota, Luke Sheely, and Sam Chan on hashtag PassTheMicYouth as young people involved with all aspects of activism share their story. Because our voices matter. Art is one of the most effective ways to make what we care about known to the world. It's been used for thousands of years for advertising, advocacy, and self-expression. Today, art is everywhere in all forms. You might even call this podcast art. Rate and review. Luke spoke with Dominique Favero, a student who combined her love of activism and fashion to make a statement. We then discuss how fashion and art provide an accessible platform for young people to express ourselves and our beliefs without even needing to say a word. Dominique Favero has been interested in art since she was young. Eventually, she attended North Carolina State University to study fashion and textile management, wanting to continue her passion for art. I am really passionate about art, and it's something I'm very inclined to because I'm a very creative and sensitive person. Also, when I came to college, I was really passionate about certain social issues just because I really came into my identity when I came to college, and especially when I came to North Carolina. Uh, It was just, I felt like my family and I were being seen differently because of how we looked, like we looked different being Mexican here. And so kind of as I got through high school, I had certain experiences that made me want to do something. But being in Holly Springs, North Carolina, there's not a lot of opportunities to be an activist and to do things. And so when I came to college, I got really involved in the Hispanic community. And I really felt like there was opportunities for me to get involved. And naturally, I think those two passions just kind of came together was art and advocacy. Dominique joined Mi Familia, the largest Hispanic organization on campus. This group became increasingly involved in activism when on September 5th of 2017, the Trump administration decided it would no longer support DACA. Good morning. I'm here today to announce that the program known as DACA that was effectuated under the Obama administration is being rescinded. The Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals program was started in 2012 and allows young people who came to the U.S. as undocumented children to apply for a renewable two-year visa. The DACA status doesn't provide a path to citizenship or legal permanent residency, but it currently protects nearly 700,000 people from being deported. The program is no longer accepting new recipients, and its future is under constant debate. You know, it was only September, so I was only on campus for like a month and a half. And when DACA was rescinded, I remember calling my mom and like I was in class when Jeff Sessions read the order and I remember going on the news and like watching it. And I just came out of class and I was crying. I'm like, they did it like they did it. And my mom was like, it's okay." Like, you know, she was trying to comfort the best I could or that she could. And I remember my response or the only way I knew how to really deal with it or cope with it was to paint. And so I went home one weekend and I went to Michael's and I literally just bought like little sample tubes of paint and I just painted this t-shirt. 
and it said defend DACA in white font and then all around the white font was little vines and flowers on it. Dominique shared her design with her friends and people that she'd met in her Latinx community at NC State and asked them, oh, here's this design that I made. What do you think about it? And then it was like, boom, like I had all these people messaging me like, where can I get a T-shirt? When are you sending them? How much are they? And I had 70 orders in like three days. And I had never sold T-shirts. I had never sold anything at that point. I was shook because I was like, how am I going to do this? Dominique went to a print shop, got a quote, and set up distribution hours in her student union where she could make sure everyone got the correct size. For me, I knew it took courage to put that shirt on, just knowing certain things I had encountered at state or like in high school prior, I knew I was going to have certain comments made at me, positive and negative. And I think it kind of comes with a risk. But at the same time, I think, you know, cost benefit analysis, like the benefit is greater just because someone might see your shirt and feel represented by that. Or they might feel like, oh, this person also knows about this issue or they agree with me on that issue. And I think that's where a lot of people find community nowadays. And I think that even if you do have a negative experience, like art is meant to yield a response, positive or negative. And if it doesn't, then you kind of have to question what is the merit of the art? Whatever response it yielded or whatever comments or whatever experience I would have had wearing it, I think at the end of the day, it would have been constructive in whatever form it came. And I remember going to the Defend DACA rally that MeFam and a lot of other organizations sponsored, not sponsored, but facilitated. And I wore my shirt and I just remember a lot of people coming up and saying like, oh, I got one of your shirts. When are they coming in? Like, how do I get one? And it just felt like really rewarding that people wanted a piece of me on them because, you know, I consider like my art a part of myself. Dominique felt that the way she expressed herself through the T-shirt made an impact greater than what she herself could vocalize. I think I saw more people asking what DACA was. I knew I was getting questions about what DACA was, and I think that's an important question to ask, and that's important knowledge to convey, being that it really does affect the NC State community because it's a, a lot of them are college they're college students. And so I think just raising awareness and I think the power of having that knowledge and being able to convey it was something that I hope I was able to facilitate because, oh, you have this cute t-shirt, but what does that mean? And I hope I prompted some of those conversations. I know I got a lot of questions. I know people were coming up to me asking me, oh, are you on DACA? Which is an inappropriate question. It's basically you asking someone if they have papers or not, which is not okay. And I just think it gave space for an issue that hadn't been given space for. Especially I didn't see a lot of people asking prior, what is DACA? Or what is this issue that a community is talking about or reeling from the result of the Trump administration's decision to rescind it? And so I think within my own family, I had those conversations and I hope other people who wore the shirts or saw it also had those conversations amongst themselves and educated themselves or someone was gracious, gracious enough to educate them about the issue. Beyond clothing as a tool for activism, Dominique believes that what we wear represents who we are. Sometimes that isn't as straightforward as a slogan on a shirt. I'm a college student. I don't always look professional, but I always look put together. And I just think like that's the way I choose to represent myself. And on top of that, like I make it my own. I'm not professional. I'm Dominique. 
I wear a lot of gold all the time. I wear beanies, I wear big coats. That's how I represent myself and it's a form of self-expression. And so I think encouraging people to test the boundaries of that self-expression or explore it further in whatever uniqueness that they find in it is something that I've always done. Just do it, like, cause no one's really caring as much about it as you are. And if you feel comfortable or if you feel like you wanna try it, just do it. If I'm wearing a t-shirt that people don't like, then that's their problem, it's not mine. Cause this is on my person, this is a part of my body of work, like, why are you pressed about it? It's important for people in college or young people in general just to kind of work outside of the boundaries that a lot of what a lot of people put on us like our parents or our professors or our advisors I think it's so easy just to do what you're told and I know I'm guilty of that but it's so refreshing just to go out there and even in a small way even if it's fashion art or like just doing something for you it's very rewarding and you're empowering yourself to kind of just be yourself to someone who has a cause that they're very passionate about and they have art skill, and really, if you don't have art skill, that's okay too, but they want to use their art as a form of activism, what advice would you give to that? So I just think there's layers. So my big thing was, am I going to make my money back? And how am I going to keep it affordable so I can get it to as many people as possible while also taking into consideration my school life? So I think there's a lot of moving parts, but it's definitely doable. And I think it's such an important and significant way to advocate for people because that's the way people have been doing it for years and years and years and years. Posters, like iconic graphics that you associate with movements, that's all art. And so I think that if you have that passion in your heart, like it's something that's very doable and you can manifest it because people have been since ages ago that didn't have as much resources as we have now. And so I just think that if you're worried, if it's not if it's not popular, if it's not gonna sell, like I guarantee you at least one person will. And historically it's a it's a great way to talk about what you want to talk about and to facilitate a conversation you want to have. And so I would encourage anybody who's interested in representing others or themselves through art and expression to do it and to do it in whatever way feels most comfortable to you because it's hard to represent yourself when you're not confident. You don't walk the same. And so I think just walking out and wearing something or doing something or selling something or giving people whatever like that feels amazing because you're representing yourself by doing what you want on the terms that you have while also communicating something that's close to your heart and maybe close to others that you wouldn't know unless you took that step What was talking with Dom like? Talking with Dominique was, I thought, very insightful. I loved hearing her story about making the shirt and then really trying to spread the message of Defend DACA by not actually saying anything, but by using her art to express herself. And I also really loved the conversation that we had about how what we wear represents ourselves. That's not 
something that I personally spend a lot of time really thinking about. And so having that conversation I thought was very important because that is really the first thing that people notice about ourselves before we even have the chance to represent ourselves by opening our mouth is what do we have on and what do we look like? That's true. I can't count the number of times that like walking around campus, I've seen somebody with a shirt that's like referencing one of my favorite podcasts or referencing, you know, a singer that I like. And I go up to them and start a conversation and I've made a new friend just based on like what they're wearing. And um, that's why I think that what uh, Dominique is doing is so powerful is because it has the ability to connect people who maybe wouldn't have ever talked to each other before or, um, you know, interacted with each other just based on what they're wearing and her message is bringing people together and um, also bringing information to people who maybe didn't even know what DACA is. And, you know, she mentions people come up to her and start asking like, what is DACA? Or, you know, I've never heard of this or I've heard of it, like, can you tell me more about it? Um, And it just opens up a lot of doors. That's amazing. I agree, especially when I think of art, the first thing I think of isn't usually activism, but when you think about it, art's intent is to spread a message. And that is what activism's intent is as well, to spread a message. A big critique of activism in general is that it's not usually accessible to all. However, obviously reading scholarly articles or things like that, that can be kind of hard to understand. But when you see a shirt and start those in-person conversations, that's when you hear the story. That is when you learn. And that is really how activism starts. I really like the idea of art as a form of making activism and other concepts like social justice much more accessible to people. And I think that it's used all over the place too, right? The concept of taking a complex idea and portraying it in a picture. A picture tells a thousand words. It's used all over the place, like political cartoons. Um, It's used in advertisements. It's used in ways that I think we don't necessarily understand all the time that art is affecting us. Um, Dominique was talking about how it's one of the oldest forms of activism, right? Like the power of being able to share a message with someone without actually using your voice and without saying something, but still sharing what you want them to understand, what you want them to know, has changed so many opinions and so many minds. And I think it, I would definitely say it has shaped history in all sorts of ways that we can't quantify. Another thing I would say about um, what Dominique is doing in creating like the shirts and wearable pieces of art is it definitely um, opens up the doors to more personal conversations, which is another more accessible way to access these, you know, theories of social justice, where maybe you read about DACA online in like a political journal or something, and you get like all the political breakdown of what specifically DACA means and what it does for people, um, but you don't understand maybe like the specific story of the person experiencing it, or how it affects people's lives, you know, like um, in their day to day. And so it gives a voice to issues that seem very um, theoretical and um, allows them to become more personal. One quote that, or something that Dominique talked about was um, how it's important for young people to step outside the boundaries and not just do what your parents or your professors think that you need to do. And I thought that was really inspiring and something I've been thinking a lot about. Um, My parents always get worried, especially if I'm wearing a shirt or wearing something that really makes a statement, says something. 
always just being fearful about what other people are going to think, causing a scene and whatnot. But I think recognizing like, as we've talked about before, fashion is who you are and represents what you are care about and what you believe in and that's why i think these shirts are so powerful as well as other forms of activism with art and fashion when dom was talking about how young people need to step outside the boundaries um set by our parents professors it immediately made me start thinking about dress code and how we definitely heard in the news and whatnot about how certain things aren't allowed to be worn on campus whether that sometimes it's even political things even leggings or tank tops or things like that. But sometimes these are ways that people express themselves and what they care about and what they like. Yeah, I think there's a lot of people and societal pressures trying to tell young people what they should be wearing and what they shouldn't be wearing. I really like that Dom's message all boiled down to pretty much you should do what makes you comfortable and what makes you feel that you can express yourself the best that you can to the world. I think that's an important message when thinking about how we present ourselves to the world is not what other people are telling us to present ourselves as or not how we feel our peers are telling us to present ourselves, but how we want others to see us and how we want to represent ourselves. And I think clothing is definitely a very powerful way of how we can do that. And I think that when dress codes, you know, parents or professors or whatever, like, you know, authority figure is stifling your ability to represent yourself through your clothing, it takes away, um, going back to accessibility, it takes away uh, a method that youth have to talk about who they are because already their, you know, platform is limited. They don't have many places that they can, you know, show what they believe in as they're figuring it out. Like this is the period in life where you start to figure out what you believe in and what your values are. And you, a lot of time youth have a passion for that, have, you know, they're realizing that this is what I believe in, this is what I stand for, and I want to show everyone that this is what it is, but I don't have, you know, any sort of platform to tell people. And clothing is like the perfect way to do that. Um, and often it ends up not being um, a path that they can take. Yeah, clothing as like a way to sort of explore who you are and what you believe in and as a part of your journey of self-exploration. I really like that. For sure. Something else I've been thinking about that Luke touched a bit upon is um, the societal pressure. I know for me, at least in middle school and high school, I really wanted to dress how everyone else was dressing, even if it wasn't my style, even if it wasn't 100% me, just because I wanted to fit in. I didn't want to be different. I didn't want to stand out. I wanted to be me. But I always admired the people that did dress however they wanted, showed and really expressed who they were. And I've been trying to do more and more of that as I've gotten older and realized that fashion is a part of you and it really is a big piece of you and what people see when they first meet you. So thinking about that and thinking about how important and it is a form of activism to dress how you want to dress regardless of what society thinks. This podcast is made possible through NC State Extension. The views on this podcast do not reflect the entirety of NC State Extension. Shout out to A.O. Norm for musical contributions. You can find his new mixtape, Some Lounge Beats, on all major streaming platforms. A huge thank you to Dominique Favero for sitting down to talk with us about her experience combining activism with fashion. We would love to hear about how you express activism through art and want to feature your creativity on our blog. Check out PassTheMicYouth.com for more information. And now, we want to pass the mic to you. This poem is from high school student Etta. 
You can find the full text of the poem at our blog, passthemikeyouth.com, along with some of Etta's personal experiences that inspired this poem. A migration. We live in a chaotic land, cloudy mist and exhaustion as one, where in the end few alone are left to stand under a mock sun. Evil in the world I do not understand, differences that deserve to be banned. Fly away from the darkness, soar into the light, or better yet, seal it in tight. Cage me in, keep me away, or better yet, cage them, so I roam free, and they pay the fee. Make it so that I am the bird, the one who has found a home. Flockless I may be, I deserve my freedom. I, as one, am worth my freedom, simply because I exist to be.